This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 271 of the Little League World Series and its connection to Ham Radio. Recorded live on Thursday, September 9th, 2021. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Ryan Pearson, KN4VKW, and his father, Andrew, KN4VKX, and his brother, Blake, as well. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Uh, last week, John Doerr, K1AR, was here to talk about the CQ Worldwide Contest and the new Youth Overlay, or the category, whichever you prefer. Uh, if you missed that show, you can listen anytime over at hamtalklive.com uh, or just pick up your favorite podcast app or go over to YouTube and you can catch it there. Also, don't forget, you can catch the rebroadcast of Ham Talk Live every Saturday afternoon, about 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time over on WTWW Shortwave. That's uh, 5085 on your AM dial. Uh, WTWW broadcasts uh, the show, and, and thanks to Ted and the crew over there for, for doing that each week. Uh, one thing uh, before we uh, take a quick break here, uh, got a note from... Uh, Lloyd Colston, uh, a little earlier that, uh, the hurricane watch net is getting ready to come on, uh, tomorrow. So it, it's, it's been a rough year already. Uh, so, uh, hurricane watch nets coming up again tomorrow. So, uh, be on the lookout for them. And, um, tonight we're talking some baseball. I, I haven't talked baseball in a, a very long time. Uh, we'll talk to Ryan here. And, uh, so if you have a question for him or a comment, give us a call a little later on in the show, we'll open up the phone lines. And, um, if you're listening to us live on Thursday night, uh, you can give us a call. It's 859-982-7373. We'll give out the phone number again here in just a moment. So you can write it down, punch it in. Have it ready to go, and uh, I'll let you know when the phone lines are open. It's 859-982-7373. You can also tweet us. Our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive, and if you're listening on Spreaker, you can type in the comments, 
and that'll pop up on the screen and we'll uh we'll add your voice to the conversation so i'll be back with ryan right after this word from tower electronics right here on ham talk live jerry what's up man i haven't seen you at sunbucks in a while i used to see you every morning getting coffee what's up well i can't afford sunbucks five days a week anymore i had to spend my money on pl259s you know those antenna projects i've been meaning to do I had to do them before my HOA finds out I have antennas. That's too bad, Jerry. I miss seeing you and catching up over coffee. You should get your PL259s from Tower Electronics. They have great stuff. Jerry, you're back. Oh, QRM Heterodyne Frappuccino. That's a good choice. How's it going? Did you get all those antennas up before the HOA police showed up? Yeah, I got them all done. Thanks for telling me about Tower Electronics. Now I can have my coffee. I just saved a bunch of money on my PL259s by switching to Tower Electronics. Don't get caught without PL259s. Visit Tower Electronics online at pl-259.com or at a ham fest near you. Or give them a call at 920-435-2973. And be sure to pick up some power poles, adapters, and cables too. If at first you don't succeed, skydiving isn't for you. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show. They're out on the road. They'll be at Findlay, Ohio this weekend on September 12th. Uh, then Peoria, Illinois next weekend, September 18th and 19th. Belvedere, Illinois, September 26th. Belton, Texas, October 2nd. Crestview, Florida, October 9th. Or visit them anywhere online at pl-259.com. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Tonight, uh, Ryan uh, and Andrew and Blake Pearson join us on the Orlando Amateur Radio Club and Hamcation Zoom line. The Pearson family was here on the show last June. They became technicians all at once in, in June of 2019 and generals across the board just a month later. Uh, they've been building their ham shack and active with the Williamson County Aries group. And, um, we're here tonight to talk about Ryan and, and Ryan, uh, plays shortstop and is a pitcher for his little league baseball team, which, uh, went to the little league world series this year. So, um, we want to congratulate him on that. And we're going to talk about some cool ham radio connections, um, that uh, took place during uh, the Little League World Series. So that's what we'll be talking about. And if you if you went to Huntsville and you remember, uh, I think it was two year ago, two years ago, um, Ryan won the ICOM IC seventy six ten at the end of the day. So uh, that was a that was a big moment for him. So he has that in his shack. So uh, guys, uh, thanks for coming back on the show tonight. 
Good to be back with you. Thank you. Well, even though ham radio isn't exactly the most popular thing with Little League Baseball, and, and I've, I've watched my share of, of, of Little League games, uh, you guys used that opportunity to share a little awareness about ham radio at some baseball games. You, you sent me some real cool pictures. Of course, it's radio, so we can't show the pictures. But, but tell us a little bit about... Uh, the, the the connections here and how you you represent ham radio while you're playing baseball. Well, since Little League Baseball is televised worldwide, it is helpful that since everybody is watching it and they have the quick um, notes about the players that when ham radio is mentioned, they well one when ham radio is mentioned that they talk a little bit about it and mention a little bit. Um, then a couple other ways in Williamsport, how I, how I showed it was, uh, in, with an interview with Julie, Julie Foudy, and she asked me a little bit about ham radio. So I told her a little bit and that's, that was on ESPN too. So that was televised to millions of people watching. Um, then in the dorm, uh, a couple of my friends asked why I had a walkie talkie in my suitcase. So I was able to explain <laughs> To them a little bit how I'm an amateur radio operator. I've been doing it for a long time, or two years, really. It's not really that long, but <laughs> it's a long time in kid years, so that's all right. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I was able to tell them about ham radio. I don't know if they're interested, but um, got to express some um, amateur radio in in Williamsport, so that was good to do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then, and then I've seen the the hat, the baseball cap with the call sign. Yes. Oh yeah. So um, my dad, you just made some posters about it, um, some big heads, and wrote a little bit on it, uh, KN4VKW, so that when they show clips of my parents in the stands, that they would see how I play baseball and then. And I'm an amateur radio operator, so that you can basically do anything, your job be anything. Amateur radio can be part, can be a great additional hobby to that. So it doesn't have to take a, and a very, let's say, Einstein life to be, just be amateur radio. You can live a normal life and still enjoy amateur radio. Absolutely. And that, that is one of the great things about. Uh, amateur radio is is you know it it brings in people from all walks of life yes there there's probably a, a bigger percentage that are into um engineering and and those kinds of things just you know because they they know about all that stuff and it's a draw but uh but it doesn't have to be just engineers and uh i remember back when i was uh was applying for ham radio scholarships i'd i'd been a ham for 13 years applying for scholarships and and didn't really get anything because i wasn't majoring in electrical engineering i was just you know i I was settling for medical school you know and (laughs) you know it just uh you know it's expanded a lot since then and i think we're, we're getting the idea that you know, uh, hams aren't just electrical engineers, although we, we definitely need them. 
Uh, but, um, that that's great. So once you made this trip, uh, to Williamsport for the world series, uh, you actually had a chance to visit, uh, a ham fan. So, so tell us a little bit about, uh, visiting the shack while you were in Williamsport. Well, it was definitely a great experience. Um, to the background on how we were able to, how we were able to make our, to meet him was me and Blake were calling CQ on August 15th, 2020. And he called back. We always, what, as usual, we look people when they call back on Q or Z. And when the first thing that we look at is the top right corner, see their QSL card, and then we'll look at the bio. But we see that he has a little league. Uh, base, baseball picture of home that says the home of the little league baseball. So then that draws our attention because me and Blake were supposed to be playing in the little league world series that year at the exact same time as we made the contact with them. So then we were able to make contact deeply hope that he would exchange QSL cards with us. Um, and then now made it to Williamsport and then my dad and brother, um, reached out to him on an email, I think, on August 15th as well, so a year later, um, and they reached out saying they would be in the area and asked if they would be able to visit. So he he reached back and said they could come. They While I was playing, when we were playing baseball, they were able to have a dinner while I was at the um, MLB Classic game. Um Let's see. And then before that, though, when we were signing autographs with or getting autographs with the Indians, he was sitting watching the baseball game that was going on at the same time. So I got to quickly talk with him, meet him and uh, thank him for, uh, well, just talk and tell him about uh, how we would be able to see him uh, in like a day after. So then we went to his house. We were able to talk with him, had a nice conversation, went up into his shack and was were able to make a couple of contacts. But after but after we were to make contact, I guess we got a message saying that I, I was somebody from I think it was that Mark Messina wanted to interview me, the brother of Hall of Famer Mike Messina. So hoping he would get me an autograph. Like that didn't happen, but that's fine because I got it means team of autographs and a couple of angels for one, but that's fine. But so he interviewed me, had a good talk. He left, and a little bit later, um, Marty took uh, K3LPX, the amateur radio guy. He took us around to the historic Little League sites, like the first Little League field that was next to the MLB Classic field. So we were able to see that and see how it went from just a field that was really good back then. And now compared to how the fields are nowadays, and just know that kids now are so blessed in the Little League World Series to have what they have. I mean, literally, you get there the first day and you're literally given brand new gear and baseball and a baseball bat. So uh, you're treated like a pro, like you're in the NLB. So um, it was definitely a great experience. Nice to meet him. Well, that sounds like a very cool experience. I, I know um, I've 
had a chance to to visit a lot of hams here and there and everywhere and and it's just so it's a great big community and it's like okay these are my people you know we we share this this uh common hobby and service and we just kind of trust each other a little bit more and and um we're a little more open to, to meeting people, uh, that maybe we wouldn't normally, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, meet for the first time. Um, and so that, that's really cool. Um, and, but the story goes on, but wait, there's more. Um, I was talking to, with your dad last night and he tells me that, uh, they got to come see you just a few days ago. So, so tell us about that. Correct. So after we came back and were able to settle and get started in school, um, he reached out and said that he would be in the area too and visiting his daughter, who was an hour away from us. So he was visiting them. And then the day that he left, he came over by around 10 and we were able to talk more, have some pictures in our chat. Our mom made a delicious lunch that we had, um, had that some dessert and we just talked took pictures um talked with his wife about other topics and ideas um took more pictures but were able to have some nice quality conversations with him um yes yeah, so he would so another way that he, well he was able to use the 76 hour 76 10 the one that we won in Huntsville in 19. Um, he was able to he used that, tried to make some contacts. Nobody was on, but he still tried to use it. And it was, and he had a great time here as we did when he visited. So we definitely enjoyed the experience and had a great time. Well, that's just, that's just so cool that you, you all were able to, to share that. And, you know, you happen to be, uh, there for the little league world series he happens to be you know an hour away with his uh, daughter and uh, just all worked out so that that's that's pretty cool well let me uh let me go to your dad for a second andrew what what's been your your feelings on all of this uh, uh fame and and uh camaraderie here i'm glad that you asked that question neil um, that's what I wanted to really point on. First, I want to back up just to share that it was the neatest thing because as Ryan was already in Williamsport, my wife was working uh, her last shift before we were going to be leaving the next morning and Blake and I were packing up back at home. And as I was getting things ready, Blake came up to me with uh, Marty's QSL card and said, dad, do you remember this? And I looked at him like, Oh yeah, I remember that. I said, Hey, I said, let me see if I can get a hold of him. So I shot him an email and I just explained that the boys had made contact with him and that we were coming out there because Ryan was playing in the Little League World Series. Gave my phone number and just said, if you want to call me, we'd like to be able to meet up with you. And a, a day later, it was the coolest thing because I got a phone call from him and his wife, Gail, and it was like an instant connection for a wonderful conversation that we had with them. And they were so friendly um, to like us as, as strangers, but this is where the beauty of, of amateur radio comes into. 
Um, so we spoke and we made a plan to be able to get together. And uh, the Thursday morning, we ended up meeting at uh, an iconic location in Williamsport called Stickies, Mr. Stickies. And they have some of the best uh, morning pastries and coffee that I've ever had. And uh, so um, we were, uh, Blake, myself, Gail, and Marty, we were talking, and we were just having a great conversation, talking, catching up like we were old friends. Uh, Gail had to go back home to watch grandkids, and um, it was great because Blake, Marty, and myself, we still wanted to talk. So I just <laughs> said, I said, I said, Marty, I said, let Gail go home uh, to the grandkids. I said, I'll give you a ride home. It's not that far. It's just in town. And and so the three of us uh, smiled, knowing that we could keep our conversation going. We did. Uh, I gave him a ride home. And then uh, uh, Blake and I uh, obviously got to go up into Marty's uh, shack. And um, it was very nice to be there to uh, know that, you know, that's where it started with Blake and Ryan on the radio, but then there was Marty in Williamsport coming back. Um, we had uh, passes as a team that we could share with friends and family. And so um, I extended a couple passes for Marty and Gail to be able to come. And so they came and they watched Ryan's games. And um, while we were talking with them, they extended that offer for us to come over and have dinner with them. And so Sunday night, while Ryan was at the classic game, we came over to their house got to spend time talking with them. They made a wonderful meal for us. And then uh, we just kept talking. We had the, the classic on in, in the background after the meal um, to be able to see the, the kids, see Ryan and his team and the other kids around. And uh, um, through that experience, well, uh, let me continue from there. So uh, the next morning we were able to have Ryan back and uh, we came over to their house again so that Ryan could visit. And we were able to take pictures of the boys and Marty and then the four of us up in his shack. And uh, while we were there getting ready to leave, all of a sudden, my wife got a phone call on her phone. A local reporter um, wanted to be able to talk with us about the ham component. And that was a big deal to us because we really wanted to make sure that we were able to use that opportunity and that platform in an, a market, in an area that a lot of youth would not have normally been able to hear this story because we love being able to share amateur radio with youth. And the boys do a great job when they're on the radio. If they hear a youth or a, uh, whomever they have contact with, they have a son or a daughter, um, they like talking with them and always encouraging them to check out Yacht Youth Amateur Communications Ham Team. And uh, just they're, they're good recruiters. And we wanted to have that recruitment and that exposure shared. And uh, uh, so Mark was able to come on over um, and he, he made that story. And we're real uh, honored and happy to have that go out. Um, now, like you said, then for them to be visiting their daughter and for us to say, hey, please come join us. And and they said that when they came here to visit their family that they would. And we had a wonderful time. And this was our first experience. And this is like the top of why, well, uh, the, the two top reasons why I love ham radio. One, being able to get to meet all the wonderful people that we've been able to meet and just 
um, how friendly and how helpful people have been. Uh, so from ham to ham, that uh, camaraderie of, of just being a ham together and helping out. And then the second component is just the, the automatic friendship that comes along with it. I was a complete stranger that just sent an email to someone else, but we had a common connection, that common thread of being amateur radio operators. And it was just, it's been so cool to have that instant friendship and now grow that friendship. It's such a blessing. Yeah. yeah, That's that's just so cool. And um, it's a great community of people and, and we, don't always uh, hear those stories, and uh, it's great that we can uh, share in uh, in the one with uh, you all uh, tonight here. Well, we're going to take a break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, another opportunity uh, that uh, Ryan has here to uh, to spotlight ham radio, and uh, we'll talk a little little baseball, I think, uh, here after the break. So uh, we'll come back and talk some more with uh, the Pearsons right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Contest remotely or from the comfort of your own home. ICOM has the perfect base station ready for action. The IC9700, IC7610, and the IC7300 SDR transceivers are top of the line and are the first choice for contesters across the globe. Robust base stations like these cut through pileups, letting you work the bands and record those contacts. Stay connected and keep your competitive contesting edge with ICOM. Heard it, worked it, logged it. Create your own band opening with the IC9700. This transceiver brings direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. This all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features that are sure to keep you busy. Faster processors, higher input gain, higher display resolution, and a cleaner signal. It has a 4.3-inch color TFT LCD screen, real-time high-speed spectrum scope and waterfall display, smooth satellite operation with 99 satellite channels in full duplex in satellite mode, and dual-watch operation. The IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR can pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling, software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. The IC7300 changed the way entry-level HF is designed. This high performance innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3 inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and SD card slot. Visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Here's the snap. Rap takes the rig. He breaks through the pileup. He's on 80. Now 40. Now 20. 15. 10. Two meters. Touchdown. Ham Talk Live. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Thanks to ICOM America for sponsoring the show. Check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur and check out Ham Talk Live on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we're here every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at hamtalklive.com. Well, before we get back to the Pearsons, we're going to uh, take this quick time out for the ham radio joke of the week now it's time for the ham talk live ham radio joke of the week a part of the show where rick tells us a ham radio joke the ham talk live ham radio joke of the week is brought to you by qrm labs now here's rick garrett in nine gsu with today's ham talk live joke of the week I was having a terrible time getting Ham Radio Deluxe to communicate with my radio. Once I plugged the mouse in, it all just clicked. This has been the Ham Talk Live Ham Radio Joke of the Week with Rick Garrett in 9GSU. Tune in again next week for another joke from Rick. Uh, Ryan, did you get that? It all just, just clicked? Yeah, well... I kind of nearly hear because I was on your butt. <laughs> oh, that's fine. My dad no said he'll tell me later. <laughs> yeah, there's always the replay. So there we go. All right. Well, uh, it's time for your calls right now. So if you uh, want to chime in, uh, you have a question or a comment for Ryan, give us a call right now. It's 859 982 7373 again 859-982-7373 or you can tweet at ham talk live if you're listening to us on wtww or on the podcast edition you're not listening to us live uh so you won't be able to uh to call in but uh we want to talk a little more uh about um some some baseball and and uh and dayton here so we'll We'll talk about that, but if uh, you, you want to chime in, now's your your time to call. It's 859-982-7373. So, uh, Ryan, uh, now you not only had, uh, you know, a chance to be on TV, which, you know, it's always cool to, to get on TV and play on TV, but but. They actually had a, a nice little feature on you. So, so what what did you think when they wanted to do that? Well, at first, I mean, before everything, ever since regionals, co- my coaches kept on saying that there will be this one opportunity where something they so they will interview you on something. I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be something about baseball, shortstop, something, brother, probably something. Uh, turns out they want to interview me about me playing chess. So I guess that's how it came out. And I didn't know it until me and my coach were walking, but he's like, hey, you know you're going to be getting interviewed by a USA soccer uh, medalist, right? And I'm like, okay, that will be cool. <laughs> then another thing, another thing I didn't know until later is that once we got there and we were getting ready to sh- shoot the clip, um, Julie Foddy does know chess and probably would take, um, it would, it would take more than, uh, two hours to explain it. So she decided that she wanted to do some like slapjack or some card game to do instead. So I'm like, okay. And then 
just as a side note, before the game, I promised I wouldn't skunk her. So, and I kept my promise. I, I, I did break my promise. I did skunk her. So, I'll, I'll tell you the uh, end of the story there at the end, or at the end of this. But, um, so we were getting ready to shoot, get the shoot done. It was pretty cool having the microphone get put on me. So, that was really fun. But the sh- shoot started while I was in the, I don't know what it's called. It's like the baseball go-kart she drives around in. I don't know for remember the swagon. There we go. Swagon. Swagon. So, I was in the swagon. back of the swagon sitting on top of a seat that t- can turn into a table um, where you can like set stuff, play cards, something. So we were doing the start, and I basically called Judy over and asked her, Julie, Julie over, and asked her what she wanted, like, she called me, asked what I want. Now, like, sure. Now, like, what do you want? I don't got all day. I got a game in two. I got a game in two days, and I got to get ready for it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then she, she said that we were gonna play slapjack, and she was gonna ask questions while I did. So we were playing slapjack, and before this, I will have to add. She said that she does have a little she is a little bit mad if she does lose and it's kind of shows a little bit more when you lose when you only get two cards in slack yet out of <laughs> two decks so it, it i mean it wasn't bad but anyway she was asking questions about like simple questions like favorite part about this journey what do you prefer uh say pepperoni or cheese some donuts or bagels um are you enjoying the experience? What's your favorite part? Questions like that, just simple and basic. Um, and I'll keep doing it, and then we cut, and then she, she then I asked her a couple questions. So I asked her like favorite part about the job, um, other simple stuff like that relates her. But then after the clip was over, I was able to get a picture, say thank you, and we walked back to the dorm where we stayed in. Um, obviously, I was, like, impressed at what I did because they thought I was a natural at it. I, I, I kind of am because, I mean, I, I can't, like, this interview, I'm literally saying this by, like, my mind is saying it, like, telling me what to say. Like, and it helped, too, that when I was getting, when I was interviewing the Indians player, I literally said the question after I said you're going to get interviewed. So I didn't know what I was going to say. It basically just came out of my mouth, and thankfully it was it was a simple question. So, um, well, you, you got over the mic fright with ham radio, and and you know carried yeah. on QSOs, those kinds of things. Why that that helps? It does help when you don't when you're contacting people you don't know until you look them up, and then sometimes you don't see a picture. So you're saying, "Well, thanks for the contact," and they're like, "So he's really in the deep voice." <laughs> So, uh, but that definitely prepares you for when you're just going to be interviewed while you have three cameras shooting on you, six people behind in the back, in the background, or six people filming it and being directing it, and then one person in the clip. So, very interesting, very fun. Um, enjoyed the experience all over. Okay, well. 
Sounds like, I was going to ask you if you were nervous, but I think you answered it. <laughs> you weren't. So we want to talk a little bit about Dayton before we go, but we have a caller on the line. So let's go to the phones. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Uh, good evening. Uh, this is Timothy KC3CDU. Hope it's okay to give my call sign over the uh, air like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I hope uh, everything's going well there uh, for you, Ryan. Uh, I've spoken with uh, Ryan before. I'm a uh, adult yacht member, actually. Uh, but uh, hey, Ryan, what what uh, who came up with the scientist nickname? So the scientist's nickname was actually the uh, manager Randy Hoof came up with the nickname in actually 2019 in Tenue when I was just playing travel ball. He came up with the scientist nickname, one, because he knows I'm smart and thought I was, in a sense, a nerd, a smart nerd, <laughs> and two, because the, the glasses that I wore while I played with it, he just, it reminded him of somebody who looked really smart. So then he gave me the nickname scientist, it stuck, and every time it, it popped up, we all agreed that he was the one, he gets the credit for coming up with it. So, Randy, who's baseball manager for this team, came up with the scientist nickname. It's a very scientific answer. So, what, what's, what's yeah. next? I mean, you've done Little League. You've been on TV. You've promoted ham radio. What, what, what's, what's next for, for Ryan Pearson? Uh, well, uh, another scientific answer. We'll take it one day at a time. That's <laughs> all I can say right um, Hopefully – College baseball, hopefully that's my goal. Middle school, high school, moving up in baseball. But right now, just taking it one day at a time right now, focusing on school right now. Is baseball a possible career choice then? or Definitely possible. As long as I stick with it and keep on practicing and doing what I do best, that was definitely going to stick to part of me in the future. Well, you did a great job on the uh, shortstop. I'm, I'm sure you'll be able to uh, continue. And uh, you got a bright future ahead of you. you. You really do. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and thank you for calling. I'll probably, hopefully, be able to see you on Saturday on the Yacht Net. It should be on then. All right. All right. You take care. Okay. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right. The phone number is 859-982-7373. If you'd like to uh, join in, we have a few minutes left here with Ryan. So give us a call, 859-982-7373, or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive. Uh, do want to talk a little bit a little bit more about Ham Radio here for a second. Uh, you, you and your brother, I believe, were both uh, scheduled to speak at Dayton at, at Carol Perry's uh, Youth Forum. And uh, with with all this COVID stuff going on, canceling stuff, that's kind of been been pushed back. So, so has that been pushed back again? Is that that still in the plans? Well, I do not know for sure, but we were a little bit, we were sad when it happened. Um, I will mention, though, that uh, we would have been at the Huntsville Ham Fest this year as well. We would have been doing it on the Saturday that I actually played the second game, 
but because of Little League, that got in the way. We would spoiler. We would have been doing it about sibling rivalry, so in amateur radio, but that got we didn't we weren't able to go to Huntsville because of Little League baseball. So basically, we don't know about the future yet. We'll have to wait and see about what Carol has in store for us. Um, we'll see. If we do get the opportunity to be in Dayton, we'll gladly accept it um, if it fits in. And if not, we'll just still be in amateur radio and promoting it to youth and everybody we meet. Uh, Andrew, I, th- I think you, you've got a uh... – if he's not a baseball player as a professional, I think you've got a, a PR guy here with these answers. I'm telling you. You know, you know I'm very, very proud of the boys. Um, they they both, I'll tell you, I, I'll say that Ham Radio has helped them a lot in so many ways. And they've shown uh, these new strengths and, and talents and abilities that I have not seen previous. And, um what great joy is that that came along with amateur radio. I I was looking for the STEM side of it and a lot more has come in addition to the STEM as well. And I continue to look forward to what they're going to do. So, you know, uh, fun for you to see where, where it began for you to where you are today. And it'll be fun for you and I to see where these two end up in the future as well. Right. Absolutely. Couldn't have, couldn't have said it better. Uh, you know, one other thing we need to throw in here, and we haven't had Blake on the, on the mic yet, but, but Blake played a role in all of this too. So, so fill us in on that, Blake. Uh, yes, I did. So last year, of course, me and Ryan would have, uh, ended up playing together on the same little league team and hopefully, hopefully would have made it to, uh, Williamsport as well and, uh, would have, uh, set his streak together, but I'm still very happy that uh, Ryan was able to uh, have this experience the entire way. And it was uh, really fun watching him. He did a phenomenal job. And uh, it was really fun. I also enjoyed making that contact with uh, Marty, uh, K3LPX, and uh, telling Dad about the QSL card and uh, being able to meet him and make friends with him. And also, I was able to uh, operate at a station there, so I was able to contact a lot of people from our uh, Aries and our WCARES group and uh, just friends that we have down here in Tennessee as well as some other people. Well, and and you were the one that uh, that kind of reminded everybody of this, right? Yeah. You hadn't have done that. You, you may have forgotten about it. Yes, yeah, also, so... I, in this family, I am actually our QSL manager. That's what my dad refers to me as. The I, best QSL manager any guy could have. There I you go. Doing, I help him a lot with his QSL cards and our uh, Triple Crown card and um, all the QSL cards that go out, out. I'm the person who does most of everything. And by a lot, he means at least 95% of all the QSL cards he does. Yep. He's great. Yes, so I, I very much enjoy collecting QSL cards. And when, when I say this, he does, uh, not only does he take care of his cards, he's my personal QSL manager, and then he also helps to keep a, a little eye over a uh, little brother as well to make sure that 
he doesn't miss anything. And uh, so we, uh, Blake's our, our pillar of, of QSL cards in the family, yeah. that's for sure. Well, that's always good to have because, you know, it takes time to do those and, and you know, to do them right. And, uh, and it's something that I used uh, when I was teaching high school. Um, it's something I used as a, as a kind of a springboard to learning what RST is and what Zulu time is and, you know, uh, those kinds of things. They need to know that so that they can fill out the cards and. Um, so we always, uh, enjoyed doing that. Well, guys, uh, our, our time has, has come to an end here, but, uh, want to thank you for, for coming on and sharing your stories tonight about, uh, the Little League World Series and ham radio and, uh, look forward to, uh, to hearing you all, uh, hopefully, uh, during, uh, December Yoda month and, uh, and in the future. And I'm sure, uh, we'll cross paths at, uh, Dayton or Huntsville or somewhere, um, as, as soon as all this, this COVID mess is over. Well, thank you very much for having us on. Thank you very much. We'd be very happy to do the Yoda month again. Appreciate everything, Neil. It's an honor to be back here again with you. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. And best of luck, uh, in school and, and in baseball next season. And, uh, and on the rig. So that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to my guests, Ryan Pearson, KN4VKW's father, Andrew, KN4VKX, and his brother, Blake, and everybody out there for uh, listening and calling in tonight and invite you back next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, right here at hamtalklive.com. If you like the show, please leave us a review. That's all we ask of you. Uh, that helps other people find us faster. And, uh, so we'll sign off now. So for now, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG saying seven, three, seven, five. And may, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. How, how was that, Ryan? It was seven, three, right? <laughs> <laughs> you had to have the deep voice. So this is Neil Rapp saying seven, three, seven, five. And may the good DX be yours. Well, you came right back to my CQ call. You read ability five and strength nine. You never once mentioned your weather at all. And I didn't mention mine. We talked and talked for hours and hours. I completely forgot you're a ham I don't know your power or the height of your tower Frankly, I don't give a damn For 73s, to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log Your 73s, to you and your family I'll be seeing you further down the log